Hello, friends. It is Thursday, February 16th, which is crazy because February 15th is actually my half birthday. I know I'm way too old to be counting my half birthday, but this year's a big year, turning the big 5 0, and I'm actually kind of excited about it. So, you know, just in case you wanted to know, you got six months till my birthday. Today, we are not talking about my birthday. We are talking about understanding the difference between your purpose and your calling. There's a difference. And I'm going to share with you, basically, this all hit me as I was listening to a podcast, the Alisa Childers podcast. And this was like one of her very first episodes. I was going back and really listening to it as it got started. It was so amazing to listen to. And she had this guest on that I'll tell you a little bit more about in a second. And she talked about purpose versus calling. And I was like, oh my goodness. The crazy thing is I was already thinking about this, but not necessarily in these exact terms. And I love how the Lord works, which we're going to talk about in just one second. So let's hop in and get started. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you missed that promotion again? Hey. I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. The other day, I shared gosh, maybe it was last week or two weeks ago, I shared six binge-worthy podcast episodes, or I'm sorry, podcasts, and one of those was the Elisa Childers podcast. I am absolutely loving it because here's the thing. Without, I just love how the the Lord works and I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So let me back up just a little bit. I have been thinking a lot about progressive Christianity. And in fact, I heard, um, if you haven't listened to Ali Beth Stuckey's episode right after the Grammys, it was so profound, really. She was talking about the Grammys and the whole Sam Smith thing. And if you're not aware of it, because you're like me and you actually don't watch the Grammys, but maybe your Instagram feed and Facebook feed was blowing up and it was all red because it was just wicked and evil. And She was saying, you know what, actually, I would take the Sam Smith's overt evil over basically this progressive Christianity, which in my words are the ways in which the world is infiltrating Christian theology, doctrine, mindset by infusing very believable and good sounding lies masked 
as the truth. So think about that for a second. Overt evil is easy to be like, oh, that's wrong. That's disgusting. We don't want any part of that. But what about the lies that are wrapped in a very fine layer of truth? Or what about those itty bitty little lies? Not that lies have value, but those itty bitty little lies that are wrapped in a lot of truth. That is far more detrimental to true Christianity, biblical Christianity. So, um, you know, things that might be, you might be hearing in uh, progressive Christianity and the ways in which things are just getting skewed and and mixed up and and just messed up are things like, you know, live your truth, love is love, you only live once and so on. And on the surface, those can sound right or kind of innocuous. But the fact is, all of these are rooted in lies. We're going to get more into that in a later episode. At least that's my my plan too. So I don't want to camp out too much on this, but my heart is so burdened by this progressive Christianity because it is so incredibly divisive and flat out not truth. So... This episode kind of piggybacks on episode 236, where we were talking about the Proverbs 31 woman and that one thing that is so the key to the reason why she's able to do all of these things. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. She's a remarkable woman. Absolutely. She is somebody for us to esteem and to look to. But the first thing we have to understand is she fears the Lord, right? So I've been thinking about this idea of calling as I've been actively praying through what does the Lord have for me? What is it that he'd have me to be doing as a business and source of income? I mean, I've talked to you about this for the last couple of weeks, right? The last couple of episodes, I've tried to be very vulnerable and honest about this. I've laid it all out before. Um, I mean, we talked a while ago, like I am laying out those fleeces, like they're all over the place, but I haven't gotten that answer yet, right? The funny thing is, the more I share about this, the more I hear from you guys saying, a lot of the same things. I mean, yesterday's, or I'm sorry, Tuesday's episode was like, is it time to walk away? Or is this just a blip? Should I just keep carrying on? You know, how do I know if I should continue in this business? How do I know if this is where I should be right now? Is there something else the Lord has for me? I was literally, have I told you this? I was literally standing in my garage before the fire, like days before praying, like pleading with the Lord, beseeching him, Lord, do you want me to get a job? Do you, is that what you want for me to do? And then we had the fire and I'm like, hmm, I'm thinking maybe you have something different for me, but who knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm still waiting on all of that. As wives and moms, we know that the Lord has called us to these roles, to these roles, right? And I shared those on that episode 236. There's no higher calling than being a wife to your husband and mama to your babies. However, we live in this world that's telling us um, in a million different ways that we need to be more. In fact, 
well, we'll get to that in just a second. Um, well, no, I'll tell you right now. Um, in fact, I don't know about you, true confession, but you know, I bought in for a bit to the whole Rachel Hollis made for more. Now, I will say, I think I'm pretty discerning and I could see where some of those things were just like nice things to say, like, yeah, we're made for more, you know, and, and I always try to take it as a, you know, I I made for more in Christ. That's what I made for more to serve the Lord more, to honor the Lord, not necessarily what the, the world has for me, but I, I realized pretty quickly that, you know what, this is really not thinking that I need. And yet how many have bought into that and said, yeah, I'm made for more than just to be my husband's wife than just to be my children's parents. I'm made for more than changing diapers, kissing, you know, scraped knees, packing lunches, making dinners, doing the laundry, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. I get it. It's hard. But the Lord never told us it was going to be easy, right? We live in this world that's telling us we need to be more than, quote unquote, just a mom. We don't. We've already established. God's word is very clear. That is more than enough. In fact, it's an honor and a privilege to be a wife and a mom. And I want you to take a minute, if you have not seen it that way, to thank the Lord for your husband, for your children, because he designed your husband to fit you perfectly. And newsflash, you're not perfect. And so your husband is probably like, well, wait a second. (laughs) Um, You're not matching up over here either. But God, God created each of us to be that perfect helpmate for one another. This is not a marriage podcast or episode, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. As I've been praying through this, I heard a podcast, like I mentioned, um, Elisa Childers. I wish I had written down which episode number it was, but I can't. It was one of the beginning ones. And um, they were talking about purpose versus calling. And I absolutely loved the way that she talked about these two concepts. And it can seem like they're just synonyms of one another, right? Purpose, calling, like calling, purpose, what does it matter? Well, I'm going to share with you how TZ Cannon put it. So TZ was her guest. She has written a couple of books. And one is, I think, like, what is your calling? Again, it would have been a good idea if I wrote that title down. But look up TZ, T-E-A-S-I, Cannon, C-A-N-N-O-N. And you can check out, I think she has three books out. But the one that she was talking about at this time is the one that's what, what is your calling? And it's a picture of like a phone, like someone's calling you. So calling is a vocation or career. Basically, it's your job, your J-O-B. Purpose is the reason for which something exists. She goes on to give this analogy that was brilliant. And I will imagine that your face is going to do this like, huh, when you first say it. She says that she's a vacuum cleaner. You know, she gives the analogy of being a vacuum cleaner. And she says, what is the reason for a vacuum cleaner to exist? It exists to suck up dirt. And side note, if you've got one of those that has like the clear, you know, tube where you can see all of it, it is both disgusting and awesome all at the same time, right? So let's go back to the vacuum cleaner. If a vacuum cleaner is taken to a closet, or I'm sorry, taken to a palace 
and put into a closet, but never sucking up dirt, then how successful or fulfilled would that vacuum be? I mean, if it could feel feelings and feel success or fulfillment, how would it feel if it wasn't doing what it was designed to do? Well, what about a vacuum cleaner that's taken to a shack that gets to suck up dirt all day long? I mean, that vacuum cleaner is like living the high life, right? Because which vacuum cleaner do you want to be? I'd much rather be the vacuum cleaner at the shack doing what it's made to do. The reason it actually exists, like using its purpose, doing what it was designed to do. Well, what if this vacuum cleaner has been taken to that palace and it is actually sucking up the dirt? Well, that would, of course, be the better thing to do because it's at a palace doing what it's made to do. It's like it's reached the top of all of it, like it's at the best place doing exactly what it was designed to do. She goes on to say that the lesson is the vacuum is way more fulfilled doing it was what it was designed to do and that it has nothing to do with the wear. It's being a dirt sucker and that's what it was created to do. This reminds me that I want to be more aware of my purpose rather than my calling. So let's talk about our purpose. As a believer, as a woman who believes God's word and knows what God's word says, why has he created us? Our purpose is to honor and glorify the Lord. She goes on to say and talk about that we are here to magnify the Lord. And if we think about a magnifying glass, so think about that crazy thing. I actually have a magnifying glass in my Amazon cart because the bottom notes of my Bible are getting smaller and smaller. I don't know why they shrink every time, but they do. Gosh, my eyes are going bad. Anyways, so as she was talking about a magnifying glass, I'm like, oh my goodness, I have that. I need one. And I can remember my grandmother having them and my parents have them. And what is the purpose of a magnifying glass? It's used to make things easier to see. So if I'm here to magnify the Lord, then I'm here to make him easier to see. I'm here to be his reflection wherever I am. Your calling might change. Maybe you listened to Tuesday's episode 239 and you're like, yeah, you know what? It's time to close up shop. It's time to move on to the next thing. See, your calling might change. Your job It's going to change. Maybe you have a brick and mortar. Maybe you punch in nine to five. Those jobs change. But our purpose always stays the same. If you're looking for some grandiose calling from the Lord, it may come. I mean, it's happened before, right? Like, I mean, I've told you this podcast started because I had that like elephant sitting on my chest kind of feeling like, That was a pretty grandiose, very clear calling that I felt the Lord was giving me. But a lot of the times, the reason we're here on this earth is to, not a lot of times, we are here on this earth to magnify the name of the Lord. And we can do that wherever we are, whatever we're doing. 
Maybe we're with a company. We're at the top of the company. We have a big team. We're with a small company. We have a small team. Maybe you're in a season of waiting. Maybe you're making beds, cooking dinner, folding laundry, doing the carpool pickup, drop off, all of those things. You know what's so awesome is we can, we can honor and glorify and magnify the name of God wherever we are. I'm sure that you would love three ways to know your calling. I mean, I would. That'd be really great, right? But friend, that's between you and the Lord. And I'm sorry, like Tuesday's episode in this one, I'm like, I, I don't have a clear answer for you because that's between you and the Lord. He's given you amazing gifts and skills and he will use them ultimately for his glory. You also may get paid for those things in the process, like super cool, right? But I want to encourage you, if you're sitting there listening to this right now, struggling with what is my calling? I see you because I'm there with you. I've had to come to the end of myself, pour my heart out to the Lord and be willing to walk away from everything if that's what he has for me. And that's where he wants us, right? He wants us to be at the end of ourselves. It's really a great place because that's where we realize that actually I can't do any of this on my own. I need you, Lord. Every hour I need you. Just as I said those words, I thought of that song. I need you, Lord. Oh, I need you. Every hour I need you. And we are so capable, right? The Lord has given us so many gifts and talents and skills. And the downside to that is we become arrogant and prideful and we think, oh, you know what? God, just sit over there. I got this one. I'm good. I'm good. And, and we think, oh, well, maybe I, I, I really don't need you, Lord. But we do. So if you're struggling with what the Lord has for you, where he's calling you, Remember, just as a just as a little reminder, because I know I forget things, um, your calling is your vocation, your job, your career, your purpose is to honor the Lord. And mamas, if you got little kids, like that's your calling. Yeah, you might have a job on top of it. Okay. You might have a few callings. That's okay. Our job is to honor the Lord. Our purpose is to honor the Lord in all that we do. Okay, so if you're struggling where he's calling you, I want you to think about these three things. So it's not like boom, 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 do step one, two, and three, and boom, you're going to have it. Um, I want you to consider that maybe he's already shown it to you, but it might look differently than what you had on your vision board, because on your vision board, you've got it all mapped out. Been there, done that a lot. Been there, done that. If you listen to the first episode, the first or second episode of this year, I was like, you want to hear my word for the year? I mean, I sort of have one. I sort of don't. It's part of my like, you know what, Lord? Actually, I need to stop trying to control everything and just like, I just want to grow deeper with you. That's it. I just want to grow deeper with you because I've done it too long where I have, I have mapped it all out and the Lord's like, actually we're going to go down a different road. And I'm like, nope, trying to get over here. And I'm constantly, you know, like MapQuest is 
or ways or whatever you use, like constantly redirecting, like, oh, here's here's the route we need to get on. Here's the, That's how I felt like I've been. Like I'm constantly redirecting the Lord's like, uh, no, I want you over here. I'm like, yeah, but I want to be over here on this road. Consider that maybe he's already given you a glimpse or flat out shown you what he wants you to do, but you keep ignoring it because it's different from what you planned out. Do you have something that comes to your head like immediately? Friend, I want you to pray about that one. Which leads me to number two, pray for humility. Yeah, I want you to pray about what the Lord is calling you to do, but I also want you to pray for humility. That you don't get in the way and say, well, okay, but here's what I had planned. And he's like, no, no, no. Like here, follow this path. And we talked a few weeks ago, like the Lord doesn't really care about efficiency. We're all about like, oh, you know what? If like I was telling Maddie the other day, my youngest daughter, like, okay, if you bring everything downstairs, get the blanket. She has volleyball practice super early in the morning, two days a week. Like let's plan it all out. So it's super efficient, you know, like let's make this the most efficient. You know what? The Lord doesn't care. Sometimes he wants you to go up and down the stairs a few times because he's got some lessons to choose you or to, to teach us. Right. We're like, but I was up, now I came down. It wouldn't really make sense if I went out the door now and if I went this way. Pray for humility. Number three, take a little inventory of what are your skills and talents? And then how can you use those to honor the Lord? Keep in mind, it may look exactly like what you had planned out. It may look the complete opposite. It may be somewhere in between. But one, I want you to consider that maybe he's already shown you and it's just looked different. So you kind of ignored it because you already had it planned out. Number two, pray for humility. Ask the Lord to humble you, to break your pride so that you can see what he has for you. Because remember, our purpose is to honor him and to magnify him. Number three, what are your skills and talents? How can you use what he has already given you to honor him? Remember, it's far better to be a vacuum cleaner that is being put to use as the creator intended than to be that vacuum cleaner not being used at all. Pray on that. And also, stop getting stuck on what you think you should be doing and focusing on what the Lord has for you. Not what your neighbor is doing or your friend or some random Instagram influencer is doing. You are a unique creature. You are a unique creation. The Lord has made you and I unique to ourselves. There's ideas out there and those are all great. I'm not against them at all. But the way that the Lord is going to use you and your skills is going to be unique to you. So friend, I pray that you will really pray through this. Ask the Lord to show you what is he calling you to? What does he have for you? So that through that, you can honor the Lord and that you would be content with that. Because what if right now he's calling you to be content with changing a boatload of diapers, cleaning up, spit up, doing all that stuff. And, and, that's okay because that baby, she needs you. I just assume it's a she because, you know, I got three girls over here. Um, 
Dear gracious Father, I just pray that you would go before each of us, Lord, as we grapple with this idea of, Lord, what are you calling us to do? What is that? Humble us, Lord, to see what you want for us, not what we've planned out. It's hard. It's hard, Lord, because I want, I think, oh, if I do this, this, and this, then that's how that's all going to happen. And Lord, you know, you know, I came to you the other day and I said, Lord, this is you. This is all yours. Whatever you want to make this to be, you're going to show me. I'm going to stop getting you in your way. I'm going to stop creating courses. I'm going to stop creating plans of everything because I want to hear from you first. I want you to lead it. Lord, lead us. Lead us and make it clear to us what you have for us, Father. In your son's precious name, amen. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.